Section 1 of Keepful Stories for Little Folks. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Keepful Stories for Little Folks by May Fahrenholt Jones. Section 1 A Wonderful Engine. We have all seen a steam engine, have we not? There are engines that pull trains on the railroad and there are engines that make factories, gins, and sawmills work. Then there are engines that run great ships on the water. How many know what must be done to one of these engines before it can do all this work? It must have coal or wood or gasoline put into it. That is right. Now this coal or wood or gasoline, when it is used in an engine to make it work, is called fuel. Will we put rotten or green wood into the engine? No. We must always put in the kind of thing that will burn best and make the most heat and do the most work. Let us see how this wood or coal we call fuel makes the engine work. First, we must burn the fuel. Second, when the fuel burns, it heats the water in the boiler. Third, the water changes into steam and this steam gives the engine the power to work. Now we see how an engine is made to move and do work such as hauling great trains of cars and pulling great ships across the wide ocean. But we must remember that the engine will not do this work unless there is a man nearby to put the fuel into the engine. I want to tell you of another engine that is very like the steam engine. It too must have fuel before it can run or work. It is unlike the steam engine in as much as it grows all the time and it does not need to have extra man to put the fuel into it. You must think of your body as an engine and remember that it needs fuel to run it. The fuel that makes the body engine move and work is the food you eat. You have learned that you must put into the steam engine the fuel that will burn best and make the most heat and work. The same thing is true of your body engine. You must put in the fuel that will best make heat and the power to work. Have you sometimes eaten something which made you sick? It must have been that that was the wrong kind of fuel for this little body engine. This is the reason our mothers are so very careful in preparing our food. They want the little engines to have the right kind of fuel so that they will not run off the track. Now what fuel must you use in your body engine? In the first place, you must put in fuel that will make the engine grow so that it can do a great deal of work. This fuel you get when you eat lean meat, eggs, milk, and many other things. If you want your engine to keep warm, you must use fuel that will make heat. You get this fuel by eating plenty of fats, such as nice butter and some sweet things. Potatoes, rice, and syrup help to run your engine. You need some fuel that will make you plump and round and healthy looking. So you must put into your engine fruits, nuts, a little candy, and a lot of vegetables. You need to eat things that have color, such as tomatoes, lettuce, greens, and beets. Not because they look pretty, but because they have iron in them and help to make your engine strong. You must remember that you eat food for three reasons. To make you grow, keep warm, and able to work. You must be careful that you do not eat too much of any one kind of food, but remember to eat a little of many kinds. Your engine can only use a little of each at one time. Wood is chopped into short pieces, and coal is broken up before it will do good work in the engine. So the fuel must be prepared before it will suit your engine. It must be well cooked and then chewed thoroughly 
before it will do its best work in your body engine. You should be careful not to swallow any food until it has been chewed as fine as it can be. If you put into your engine the right amount of food and the right kind of well-prepared food, you'll have an engine more wonderful than any steam engine that ever pulled a train or carried a big ship across the white ocean. The engineer that sees his engine is kept clean and bright in order that it may run smoothly. Since you are the engineer of your body engine, you must keep it neat and clean that it may work well. Questions 1. What is it that causes the big steam engine to do its work, draw long trains or big ships, or turn the great factory wheels? 2. What must happen to this fuel, wood, coal, or gasoline, before it can make the engine do its work? 3. Did you ever wonder why it is that your body is always warm? It is very much like the engine. 4. What do you call this fuel that your body engine uses? Just as the fuel for the steam engine must be burned if it is to make heat, even so the food must be burned in your body if it is to keep it warm and able to work. Of course the food in your body does not burn exactly as the wood and coal burn in the steam engine. It burns much more slowly. So slowly that you would not know that it burns at all if it were not that it keeps your body warm. Just as the steam engine needs the fuel if it is to do its work well, your body needs the best of food if it is to be healthy and do the best work. You have learned that all foods do not serve the same purpose equally well. For instance, some foods such as lean meat, eggs, and milk build up more muscle than other foods do, while others such as fat, syrup, sugar, and potatoes give more heat than other foods. 5. What do all colored vegetables contain? 6. What kind of foods do people living in the very cold climates need a great deal of? 7. What kind of foods do people living in very warm climates need a great deal of? 2. Little plants Look at this lovely plant with its pretty bright leaves and beautiful pink blossoms. Well, may we ask what makes the little plant so healthy, strong, and pretty? It is a delight to the eye. Now here is another little plant. It belongs to the same family. The same kind of seed was planted, and when its tiny leaves begin to peep above the ground, it seemed to have as good a chance as its little sister plant. But the leaves are pale and drooping. They look sick. It has no pretty blossoms. Its stems are withered and weak. It can hardly hold its little leaves up. Poor little sickly-looking plant. It's strong and well, as your little sister seems to say. Let us see if we can find a reason for the difference between the two plants. I do not believe that it will take us long to find the cause of the sickness, for it is sick just like a little child. Mother Nature prepares a special food for all her children. Food for the little plant children as well for the little babies in our homes. And food for the little piggies and frisky little calves out in the barn. When mother feeds little baby brother, she gives him nice, warm, sweet milk because that is the food that he needs to make him grow big and strong. Mother Nature knows that the little babies and the little calves and pigs need this fresh warm milk, so she prepares it all ready for them. When we plant the seed in the ground, the soft, warm, dark earth furnishes food for the little seed until its leaves and stems are above the ground. Its little roots run down into the moist, small soil and drink up the food Mother Nature has there for it. 
The warm sun shines down on the little plant and makes it green, and the pure air helps to make its stem strong and sturdy that it may hold its leaves and blossoms up for the passers-by to enjoy. What a beautiful sight it is, as it seems, to nod a morning greeting of cheer and good health. Now the little plant with the pretty bright leaves and wonderful pink blossoms has had all the water and mellow soil and warm sunshine it needed to make it grow from a tiny plant into the large handsome one we see. The little sister plant with its sick pale leaves and no blossoms has not been treated kindly. When it was just a baby plant, it did not have enough water to drink. The soil in which it was planted was poor, and it did not have enough food to feed the tiny baby plant. The poor little plant was shut away from the bright sunshine and the clean fresh air. Now its leaves hang down as if it were saying, I am so sick, give me some water to drink, give me some food to make my stem strong, give me some sunshine and fresh air to warm me, and make the nice green color come into my leaves. We may give the little plant all that it asks for and help it a great deal. In a few days, the color will begin to come into its leaves and its stems will look stronger, but we doubt if the little neglected plant will ever become as strong as the little sister plant, which is at all the good soil, water, air, and sunshine that it needed when it was a baby plant. Little boys and girls need things to make them strong just as the little plants do. They need simple, pure food to make strong bone and muscle, pure water to drink, and to bathe their bodies with, fresh air to breathe, and sunshine to give color to their cheeks and sparkle to their eyes. If the little folks do not have the things that Mother Nature intended for them, they will grow thin and twisted like the little sick plant. Their cheeks will grow pale, and their eyes will look dull and heavy and lose their sparkle. They will not want to romp and play as all healthy children do. They will not want to go to school. Little children who are ready and strong like the first little plant have mothers who see that they get all the food they need and plenty of pure water to drink, that they keep their bodies clean and play in the sunshine and breathe fresh air. These little girls and boys are in all the games. They love to run and play. They will grow into strong men and women and be ready to do the work for which they were created. If the little green plant is shut away in the dark, out of sunshine and fresh air, it will soon droop and die. Children are human plants and need the same care and treatment that should be given to other plants. Questions. Why was it that one of the little plants in the story was so healthy and strong while its little sister plant was weak and sickly? Did you ever see a boy or girl who did not have enough wholesome food to eat, enough fresh air to breathe, and enough sunshine to give a healthy color to his or her cheeks? Three, what kind of a big boy or girl will such a child grow to be? Four, if we are to grow into strong, healthy, hardy, robust girls and boys, men and women, what rules must we obey? End of section one.